Hello and welcome. You are now listening to the Space Witch Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Whitney Levesque. Thank you guys so much for joining me here this week on the podcast. And I just want to start by saying happy birthday to all you Virgos out there and happy Virgo season to everyone else. I hope you guys are enjoying this time right now. I'm definitely getting really pumped for fall. Um, I'm so ready for my pumpkin spice everything and, you know, going on haunted hayrides and Halloween and all that stuff. So, yeah, I've just, I also just really love, like, the energy of fall, like, the whole feeling of, like, Like you guys know how when the seasons change, there's just like that new energy that kind of comes along with it. Hopefully that makes sense. I I just love it. Like with fall, it's like not too hot, but it's not freezing just yet usually. And the air is just really cool and like crisp and I just love it. And I think, I don't know, part of the reason I really love it this year is because it reminds me of last year when I was just starting this podcast. So it's definitely bringing some some new energy and inspiration, and I'm so here for it. (laughs) So this week's podcast episode is going to be about, well, mainly it's going to be about cleansing your energy and grounding your energy, but I think it's overall just going to be a lot about how to really take care of your own energy. Um, I think that's a really good first thing to sort of practice when you're just getting into all this metaphysical witchy kind of stuff. That's where I started and it's one of those things that I still carry with me. I still use all the time. I think regardless of, you know, whether you're a witch or if, you know, you're Christian or whatever your religious beliefs are, I think this stuff is just really good to know and to practice because it just makes you feel really good and it makes, you know, spell work easier and manifesting easier and it's just really, really beneficial. As I've said, and I think I've mentioned it in another episode at some point, when I went through my whole spiritual awakening, one of the biggest lessons I learned was, you know, I can control my own energy and that's it. I can't control the energy of people around me. So I think it's really important that everyone really knows how to really take care of your own personal energy and to kind of notice the signs and symptoms and when you don't feel like you're at your best and It's really helpful to know what to do so you can kind of come out of that. So without further ado, let's dive into this week's podcast episode. So I'm going to start by saying, and I know a lot of people are probably going to like roll their eyes when they hear me say this, but really this is where like, this is why they always say like, you know, meditation is so important because meditation brings more awareness to yourself in the present. It brings awareness to your mind, your body. Even practicing yoga really brings a lot of that like body awareness. And I know a lot of people have a hard time with meditation and they're like, oh, I can't sit still. I can't do it. But, you know, there's mindfulness meditations you can do. So you can meditate while you're physically doing something. You can you can meditate while you're going for a walk, while you're doing dishes, anything, anything like that. But I will say this is where meditation and mindfulness really are important because when you learn to meditate, it's not really about clearing your head of not having any thoughts. That's impossible. We can't just not have thoughts, right? But what it does teach you to do is it teaches you to observe your thoughts. So you can acknowledge your thoughts and note them and let them go without without clinging on to them and running away with it and letting your mind go crazy and getting anxious and all that stuff. 
So I would say, you know, start a daily meditation practice. If you don't already, you can start with as little as like five minutes. Just meditate for like five minutes, maybe eventually work your way up to 10 or 20 or whatever. But even just starting by five minutes a day can help so, so much. And I think that's, like I said, that's like the first step because once you are mindful of your thoughts and your body and your energy, you're going to be much more aware of the signs and symptoms when you're not really feeling. You'll become more aware of when your energy feels off or not right. And also when your energy is off and you feel like you just want to be really angry and snappy with people or whatever, it meditation can bring you into the present moment. So you're able to step back when you're in a situation with someone and be like, whoa, 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 what are we doing? We don't need to react this way right now. And you're able to be more conscious and intentional with your thoughts and what you say to people and how you act. So it kind of helps you to stop reacting to stuff and you're able to act more proactively and in a more beneficial way than to just, you know, have an emotional reaction. Because a lot of the time we're just on autopilot. You know, our brains are programmed to have these default responses to certain feelings and situations. And you know, I think it's really easy to get stuck in that rut of being like, you know, why do I always do this all the time and I never do anything different and blah, blah, blah. But with meditation, it can make you more aware of what you're doing. So you're able to make different choices more easily when you need to. And that's in any situation. So start with that. That's my first recommendation. My second recommendation is to just start a daily cleansing ritual or habit. So Basically, what I'm trying to say is every day we go to work, we maybe have kids, we have to bring them to school, or maybe we stay at home with our kids. And, you know, we deal with a lot of people and situations. Maybe we go to a store and someone's rude to us or whatever. Or maybe you're driving and someone cuts you off and you have road rage. Like we deal with all these things constantly. We're always being bombarded with other people's energy. And that energy can kind of like spread to us. And then it puts us in a bad mood. And I guess real quick, just to clarify, I guess I'm more thinking of like negative energy. It's like if you ever notice like there's certain friends you might have who are always super happy and funny and positive and every time you're around them or in a group of people with them, everyone's just in like a great mood. That's because like they have higher vibrations and when you have a high vibration, that stuff becomes infectious. Like when everyone's in a good mood, you're more likely to be in a good mood. Just like when you're in a room with people who are maybe cranky or depressed or anxious, you can feel that. That stuff is infectious. And so, you know, you're going to pick up on those feelings. And it's even more intense if you're an empath. So, like I said, um, all day we are constantly being bombarded with other people's energy. So the first step to really kind of taking care of that is to have a daily energy cleansing ritual or practice and um, there's a few things you can do the most common one and easiest one to do is shielding so shielding is when you basically just visualize you have a protective bubble of white light around you and that can help to basically just keep your energy protected um, I find that when I do this, it's kind of weird because I literally can feel like almost like the negative energy like flicking off my shoulders or something. Um, you can also imagine different colors based on your intent. Like if you want to see more confident, you can imagine a bubble that is um, like a bright orange or gold um, or like a yellowy color maybe. 
You can, for healing, they say that like, I think blue or green can be really good to visualize. If you're working on your intuition, if you're doing divination, uh, maybe visualize a purple bubble around you. Um, But generally a white light is like the default because it's just standard protective energy from the universe. Um, You can also imagine like anything too. It doesn't even have to be like a bubble. You could imagine like, sometimes I imagine that there's like almost like a steel like, I don't even know, like a steel shell around me or something that like nobody can penetrate. (laughs) Or um, you can imagine a bubble around you with like spikes or something. Or um, some people like to use the elements. You can imagine that there's really thick mud around you or, um, you know, a lot of rushing water or like a tornado or a bunch of fire or something like that. Um, Or even like you can imagine that you're protected by a mountain. That's another uh, pretty common one. So that's the first, uh, one of the first things you can do. It's pretty easy and simple and you don't need any, anything to do it. All you need is your own imagination and you just visualize it. Um, The second thing you can do is, and this is what a lot of people do. So I try to do this at least once a day, or at least when I start to feel like my energy is off. Um, and actually, before I get into this, I should probably um, <laughs> I should probably mention. So if any of you are wondering what it feels like when your energy is like out of balance, this might be unique to um, this is going to be different for everyone, I think. But some things that kind of tell me when my energy is really off is like if I feel like depressed or anxious or if I feel really lethargic and like lazy. Basically, I just don't feel good. And so whenever I don't really feel good, like mentally, I I start doing these things and um, it really changes the energy of what's around me and my own energy. So those are some ways to kind of tell if your energy is not quite right or if you feel really irritable. That's another symptom, I would say. But this can be different for anyone. You might also hold like a lot of tension in your body. And like I was saying before, this is where meditation and mindfulness really come in handy because once you start practicing that, you're able to recognize when your energy feels out of balance or whack or whatever. So anyways, going back to what I was saying um, about cleansing. So other things you can do is you can burn sage. Um, Another one I like to use is Palo Santo. That's another one. It's like a type of wood and there's like a fungus in it. It's not bad or anything but the fungus that's in it gives it like this really nice scent and I love 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 the way it smells um if you can't do smoke or you can't burn things a lot of metaphysical shops I've noticed tend to sell like sprays um that I think work pretty well and like they're you can get uh you can get sprays that are like scented with sage um if you can do candles you might be able to get like a sage or a pillow santo scented candle maybe um but there's other things you can do. These are just um, a few few ideas. So um, going back to what I was saying, wow, I'm so scattered today. I'm so sorry, guys. Uh, so yeah, sage is, um, oh God, where do I even begin with sage? Um, basically, I guess what I'll start with by saying is that sage is a lot like an energy vacuum as in it basically clears all the energy whether it's like good or bad but the good thing is is I tend to feel a lot better after I burn sage because it takes away anything negative and then I'm able to fill myself up with more positive energy 
So sage is really good if you're just trying to clear everything out. It's very strong. You can sage your house. You can sage your crystals. You can sage yourself. That was the first thing I ever did with sage was I used it on myself. And that's really when my spiritual awakening had started. Like I, I had so much negative energy and gunk just built up in my aura. And um, I felt so much better once I started saging. It's also good to use sage like after you have a fight or anything kind of icky happens um the biggest thing with sage i would say too is to set an intention before you use it um so what i do is i will either say or think my intent and i will um just kind of sage like the corners of like my house and i'll go like room by room um when i sage myself i set an intention whatever it is that i'm trying to release um i will say it or think it and i'll just start by burning the sage like at the bottom of my feet sometimes i try to sage the like literally like the actual bottoms of my feet like because they're um because we actually have chakras on the bottom of our feet and it's good to make sure that even that energy stays clear so i will sage like starting from my feet and then i'll work all the way up and i'll sage the sides of my shoulders my face my head and then i will also sage like just a little bit above me just to I don't know send some clearing to my higher self even which I guess sounds silly because your higher self should always be high vibrational but you know they need some love and support too so why not so sage is really good and then there's palo santo which I was saying before it smells really good there's like a fungus in it that makes it smell that way and palo santo's similar to sage it's great for clearing any like negative energy but the difference is is that palo santo is more about bringing in good energy whereas like i said sage is like a, a vacuum um palo santo more or less just adds a lot more positive energy and you can use it the same way as sage like i said i always like to set an intention while i'm doing it um you can use it on your house and go room by room you can use it on yourself your crystals, whatever it is you're trying to do. Uh, Palo Santo is really, really great for that. Um, some other ways you can clear your energy, you can meditate or carry certain crystals with you. Some of my favorite ones are selenite. Selenite is really high vibrational. It's good for getting you in touch with your spirit guides. Um, it's one of those crystals that is so high vibe that it doesn't even need to be cleansed. You can actually use it to cleanse other crystals. Um, it's just really good. I love just like sometimes I'll just hold it over like my chest on my heart chakra and I'll like meditate or just lay there with it and I just feel so good and calm after and I have like a bunch of selenite wands I'm trying to get enough so I can um, actually put selenite wands in like every window of my house because they say that uh, if you put selenite in your windows it actually keeps negative energy away from your house and I would even say that just about any other kind of white crystal like that is really good clear quartz can also be sometimes good that's actually one that I keep with my tarot cards but those crystals generally I think need to be cleansed and also they're more for amplifying stuff so they might make things a little too intense but I also like that one for clearing and cleansing so oh yes okay so one of the big ones that I am so so big on is cleaning cleansing your space and your energy it's so much more than just you know burning sage and setting an intent even though those things are also really good to do 
I would say another big thing is cleaning. I literally, so I'm a Virgo. I am not a super clean and organized Virgo, but when I did get into the metaphysical stuff in witchcraft and all that, I oof, I became such a neat freak and a cleaner. I was constantly cleaning my bedroom because that was just the best way I could protect my energy at the time. So when you clean your house or, you know, a bedroom or whatever, or an object even, you are changing the energy of that. And, you know, if you've ever noticed that when you clean the house, like it just feels so much better. If you clean your bedroom, everything feels so much better. That's because you change the energy. So it's way less cluttered and chaotic and confusing and just messy. So I, I'm, I'm still not super good with cleaning because I'm very heady and I'm, I don't know, I'm lazy. I work a lot and then I do this podcast. So I'm not super on top of it, especially now that I have a house, which it's like there's so many more rooms and things to deal with. It's like hard to tackle it all. But if I'm working in a certain room in my house and I'm doing tarot or divination or even like when I do my podcast, I will like try to clean up whatever room that I'm going to be doing my stuff in. And that way I'm just way more focused on what I'm doing. I'm not distracted. It's not cluttered and icky feeling. And then a lot of the time what I do is I'll I'll clean or tidy up a space and then I'll burn sage or Palo Santo just just to give it that extra little like oomph and, you know, really clear it out good. And I think the same thing goes for like your body and yourself. Like I another habit I was really into is like I would always take a shower and I would put on clean clothes and like do my makeup and just really put myself together before I did a tarot reading just because like, you know, then I'm not like thinking like, oh, like I didn't brush my teeth today. Like my mouth feels gross or, you know, my hair is gross and it's bothering me, like all that stuff. And you just feel better when you just everything's fresh and clean and new. And I would even say like, you know, cleansing can even be as simple as like getting a haircut. Like I feel so much better when I go to the hair salon and I get my hair washed and cut and colored and whatever it is I'm trying to do stuff like that. It's just bringing new energy in and it feels so good. Same thing even with like buying new clothes sometimes. And I'm really, really big on like getting rid of stuff that I don't want anymore. <laughs> I am I hate clutter and I hate having too much stuff. Like it just drives me crazy. So every couple of months I'll like go through like my house or I'll go through my clothes and I get rid of like all these old clothes that I've hung on to for so long because it's just like old, stuck, like stagnant energy. So I will get rid of those and then I will make a point to like get myself some new clothes or get some new things like, you know, things that I really like and it just brings in that new energy. So I'm so big on that. It really puts me in a better mood. It gives me a clearer head. Those are all things that I'm constantly practicing just because the energy is so much better. And by doing this, it makes it so much easier to deal with any negative people in your life. They say that when your vibrations are raised, so, like to a certain extent, if they're raised high enough, that no negative energy can even touch you. So doing things really, really helps to raise your vibrations. It's really good, I'd say, to even do this before doing spell work. So then you're not muddying up any energy or intentions that you had <coughs> with whatever the spell is that you were trying to do. It's good to do this when you just don't feel good. It's good to do this when you're trying to manifest something. 
Um, all of these things are things I try to incorporate in my day-to-day life and it helps so, so much. The tricky part is trying to keep that good energy going, but thankfully, if you know what techniques to use and what tools to use, it gets a lot easier. So that is all I have to say about cleansing before I end this podcast, um, the last thing I think that I'm going to just touch on is grounding. I tried to make another podcast episode about this and I don't know if it was just because my energy was off that day. It definitely could have been. I literally tried to record a bunch of podcasts one day and it was really tough. Like I was trying to record and I was, I wanted to just get it all done and it just didn't feel right. So Anyways, I started recording a podcast episode about grounding and I went through everything and I was like, that's it. That's all I have to say. And it was like only five minutes into the episode. So I was like, maybe I'll just do cleansing and grounding together. So so yeah, I'm just going to end this podcast by going over grounding. So what is grounding? Grounding is basically in my personal opinion anyway, anything that really gets you out of your head and into your body and into the physical world. Because in witchcraft, in this metaphysical community, we get really in our heads a lot with a lot of the stuff that we do. And, you know, a lot of these things can bring up a lot of strong feelings um, because that's another thing. Emotions can run really high, especially when you're doing any sort of energy work and, you know, or spell work or whatever it is, or even divination. If you're practicing a lot of divination, you know, you're probably going to pick up on the energies of, you know, people or the situations and it can just be a lot. When I don't feel grounded, I feel really anxious. I I feel very light, like I feel like almost like lightheaded. Someone I know said they feel really different when they feel not grounded, like their skin feels really tight. So not feeling grounded can feel different, I think, for everyone, but it really, a lot of time, I just feel like I'm very in my head when I'm not grounded and I'm not focused on what's in front of me. So grounding is really good to do after you do any spell work or divination or if you're just in a really high stress environment or a really um, emotional environment, like maybe you just had a fight with someone or had to deal with someone in your family. Um, you might Your emotions might be running really high. Oh, it's also really good to ground during like a full or a new moon or anytime there's any planetary stuff happening where like it can make everyone's emotions and thoughts run wild. Um, grounding is really good to do during that time. So like those solar eclipses we had a while back, grounding is a really good thing to practice during those times. If you're an empath and you have to like go to the grocery store and like, cause I know grocery stores or just stores in general can be really overwhelming for empaths cause there's so much energy. Grounding is a really good thing to practice when you come back from the store or even do it before you go in. If you do anything with chakras, if you do any like upper chakra work, you know, it's a really good thing to ground yourself after. So then all your chakras will kind of be back in alignment. And so grounding is a really good thing to practice because it just, it makes you just feel more level-headed and calm and like logical. So yeah, that's what grounding is and kind of what it is, why you should do it, when to do it. Now let's talk about some techniques you can use for grounding. So like I said before, to me, grounding is pretty much anything that gets you back into your body or gets you back into the present moment or just kind of into what's in front of you. 
So some ways you can ground, there's a lot of different things you can do. Um, I think some of the easiest ones are like exercise, so yoga, hiking, just going out and being in nature. Um, if you can't really go outside or go walk in the woods, uh, if you have plants, even just getting your hands dirty and messy and, you know, digging in your garden or weeding your garden, things like that can be so, so grounding. Um, hugging trees can be grounding. I know that sounds really funny and cliche, but uh Hugging a tree can actually be a very grounding experience, as well as walking barefoot outside and just having your feet touch the earth. That can be really grounding. You can also, um, I would even say that sex or masturbation can be really grounding. You can also, you can also eat food. Eating food is a really grounding thing to do. You can also, um, oh, specifically to root vegetables, eating root vegetables can be a really grounding experience. I also find that even sometimes like just staring at the ground can be really grounding for me. I don't really know why, but it it helps. You can do grounding meditations where a lot of times it'll be something like, you know, you do breathing and then you put your hands on your legs and you just, you feel the weight of your hands touching your legs and the weight of your feet touching the floor and your body in the chair. Taking a shower or washing your hands can also be really grounding, especially if you're setting the intention to focus on the feelings and sensations of the water touching your skin. Visualizing roots or an anchor coming from you and holding you into the ground can be really grounding. Also, sometimes I find that if I visualize like a really calm setting or like a place in nature, that can be really calming and grounding too. Like if I'm in a really stressful situation and I'm not in a place where I feel grounded, sometimes I'll just take a moment to like breathe and like close my eyes and visualize uh, a scenario where I do feel calm and grounded. And yeah, so that is grounding. I Before I go, I also want to say I think some other good ways to just generally protect your energy besides some of the methods that I just explained are, you know, knowing your boundaries, say no when you need to say no, don't commit yourself to too much or go out of your way for people that you maybe don't like or get along with. And also just don't even spend time around people that bring your vibrations down or make you feel down. Um, pay attention to that and then, you know, use those new high vibrations to attract more people into your life that are more high vibrational. You can also do um, protection spells. You can shut off your cell phone, ask your guides for protection. You can also do a cord cutting meditation. That's another really great way to protect your energy. And, um, oh, I didn't mention this, but um, any like black or dark crystals tend to are really good for grounding and they're also good for protecting yourself from negative energy. So black tourmaline is one of my favorites. Obsidian's another good one and hematite are all really good for um, protecting yourself from any negative unwanted energy and they're also really good for grounding. So yeah, that is all I have for you guys in this week's episode. I'm sorry it was a little all over the place. But yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed this. You got something good out of it. If you're listening on iTunes, please, please, please do me a favor and leave me a rating so that more people can find my podcast. That would mean so, so much to me. And of course, my books are open for readings. Just shoot me an email at spacewitchpodcast if you would like a reading. Um, and yeah, you can also stay in touch with me on Instagram at Space Witch Podcast and on Facebook, the Space Witch Podcast. So 
yeah, I hope you guys have a fabulous week. And now some of you may have some new skills to bring into this week. And uh, yeah, let me know how it goes. Send me an email or DM me on Instagram. Let me know if any of this stuff helped you or if you guys have any questions. I would love to do a Q&A episode or start doing like a monthly Q&A. Yeah, just send me your mess- your uh, questions. It can be about metaphysical stuff. It can be about astrology, whatever it is. It can even be personal questions if you guys have questions for me. Send them my way. And once I have enough, I will do an episode and answer them for you guys. So yeah, don't forget you are so much more than your sun sign. And I will catch you here next week on the Space Witch Podcast. Bye.